saw that my dedication to their ministry was unlimited. In retrospect, that alone should have been a hint of a problem. So they invited me to join their staff in December 1970. I considered it a most enviable opportunity, for I knew many men had dreamed of working for this organization, and I was the one who had been invited. My wife will be the first to admit that she was also excited about my, this special privilege. After all, she too was committed to my commitment to Christian service. So we packed our household furnishings into a moving van and left for our destination in a suburb of Chicago. Since we flew, we arrived several weeks sooner than our furniture did. We'd been in our barren house for three weeks when the leader of the organization announced a multi-day staff retreat several hundred miles away. I was delighted to have a chance for more intensive interaction with other staff members and leaders. Nancy was not the least bit excited about my news, so she tried to influence my decision to go with some news of her own. The movers had called and informed her that our furniture was about to arrive, and its arrival just happened to be scheduled for the very day we as staff were to leave for the retreat. Not only was she unaccustomed to having her husband away for several days, she was not at all enthused about having to oversee the unloading of a truck full of household furniture and goods. Nor was she thrilled about trying to get the house organized with two young children underfoot and no husband to help. It was the middle of winter in Chicago with snow and slush everywhere, and while I was gone, more and more snow could arrive, and I'd not be there to remove it from the walk or driveway. You guessed it. She became very discouraged and was upset over the combination of events. In fact, I got an earful from my very distressed wife. She felt so strongly that I ought to stay home from the retreat to play the roles of husband and father while supervising the movers when they arrived and helping with the unpacking. That she refused to be swayed to my thinking. I was embarrassed. I was mortified. I thought, how can my wife embarrass me like this? She's going to ruin my reputation as a husband who has everything and everyone in the family in line. She's going to make me look bad in the eyes of my new boss. And she's going to ruin my chances of being with the staff on this special outing if she continues to insist that I stay home with and help her with move-in days. Worse yet, she may ruin my chances of being part of this great ministry. What am I going to do? I tried to explain to her that I had no choice in the matter. After all, it was standard policy and practice of this organization to take getaway retreats. You see, I was convinced that my business success was more important than anything else in the world. And without her interference, I could be successful. Why couldn't she just stay in her place and be a submissive wife? It didn't occur to me that God might be interrupting my pursuit of my ambitions through her and this unique combination of circumstances. So I thought she should take this matter up with my boss, thinking he would straighten her out, and we'd go about getting on with the retreat. As far as I was concerned, the idea was a stroke of genius. He would explain to her how unreasonable she was. She wouldn't dare dispute his evaluation about her restrictive attitudes. What I didn't realize was that God had made her resistant that God was using that attitude in my wife to bring me to some unusual insights. She called my boss, and he shamed her by saying, your husband is a prisoner of your expectations. But even that didn't change her attitude. To my astonishment, she stood her ground, and he backed off. 
Although the conversation between them was in the morning, I didn't immediately hear from my boss. All day I waited for a report on the conversation. As I was getting ready to walk home, my boss told me that I was not going to be going on the retreat. Outwardly, I accepted the decision, but inwardly, I was boiling about my wife's interference in my ministry life. Walking home, I became even more angry. I was thinking, how could she do this to me? She's ruined me. Now I'll never be able to work in a meaningful way in this ministry. I was about 30 yards from home when the Holy Spirit broke through my anger and hit me broadside with some very startling thoughts. Breakthrough thoughts. First, he reminded me that the bitterness and resentment in me came from my having to stay home with my family instead of being with others who were practically strangers to me. Then he reminded me that these thoughts were exactly...